Well, there's only a handful of employee-owned companies in the CSRA, and I'm so pleased to be joined by the CEO of one, Augusta Industrial Services. Uh, David, how are you today? I'm doing great. Doing great. Excellent. Um, So over the course of uh, the next several months, we'll learn about employee stock option programs, or ESOP, but why don't we get started, uh, David, with how your company was founded? Okay. Um, around 1977, our founder, um, Clyde Pilcher, set out on his own to uh, start his own sewer and drain cleaning service. He had worked, previously worked for Roto-Rooter, decided to, to go on on his own and um, see what he could do. So um, he purchased a uh, used 1961 C-10 pickup truck from his uh, <laughs> brother-in-law, Gordon Hardy, who later became his business partner. Sure. When he bought it, truck had four flat tires, and uh, he and his wife, Rosemary, uh, went and changed each tire one by one, took it to the filling station and filled it up, brought it back. As soon as they had four good tires, they uh, took off with the truck, and he uh, threw his uh, sewer machines in the back and set out to make money. Wow. Um, how long did the truck last? I'm just curious. I don't know how long it lasted. It lasted for quite a while. Um, <laughs> but th- th- once he got started, he uh, put every penny back into the business while his wife, Rosemary, continued working as a nurse, and they lived off her salary. So he was taking every penny, putting it back in, buying service vans and uh, other types of trucks that would that would work in the sewer and drain cleaning business. And again, we're speaking with David Beckham, who's the CEO of Augusta Industrial Services. And what was the gap or the number of years between Budget Sewer starting and then it becoming Augusta Industrial Services? Augusta Industrial Services was incorporated in 1986. Mm -hmm. They had started providing industrial cleaning services prior to that um, for local industrial plants such as Procter and Gamble or NutraSweet or um, any of those others, Savannah Riverside. And um, around 86, that's when he incorporated as Augusta Industrial Services. And then hired some people that stayed with him for a while. Yeah, he put together a great team. Um, one, one of his first and uh, best hires was uh, Taylor Smoot uh, in 1984, and Taylor's still with the company after 37 years. He runs a large part of the company for us. Um, in 86, he hired Gordon Hardy to come in and be his business partner. Mm-hmm. And then in 1988, he hired Carl Smith, who was also still with us after 33 years. And they are all those people have been instrumental in the growth and the longevity of our company. And again, that's sort of led, and we'll continue along this path, but that's led to becoming an employee-owned company the key is finding good people to partner with and really be invested. And it sounds like Absolutely. that's what's happened. Absolutely. Uh, which is really terrific. Um, just as a way of explanation, um, what are the type of industrial services that you offer? Yeah, so now we, we've quit doing the residential sewer and drain cleaning. That was kind of messy, I bet. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you can uh, you can make money doing things people don't want to do. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, but we we sold budget sewer in the early two thousands and um, focused more on the industrial and nuclear markets. So we offer high pressure water blasting services. That's pressure washing up to forty thousand psi. We have liquid and wet dry vacuum trucks to collect waste in whether we're cleaning tanks or 
pumping out pits or sumps or um, anything that can be vacuumed up. We also uh, provide dry ice blasting services. We have combination um, sewer jet and vacuum trucks that you may see around town cleaning storm sewers or sanitary sewers. We do a lot of uh, sewer cleaning still on a large scale, whether it's municipal or in an industrial plant. We perform, um, we have robotic sewer cameras that can go into sewer systems and identify problem areas and we print out a coded report for engineers and they can identify exactly where pipes are failing and what needs to be done. And so if, if the pipe, a lot of times they don't want to have to dig up the pipe to replace it, so we have a cured-in-place pipelining system. We can line the pipe underground and uh, get it back to better than new. Well, yeah. Uh, we also, one of our um, most popular services now is hydro excavation mm-hmm. or um, pneumatic ex- excavation where we are uh, excavating with pressurized water, air, and vacuum to uh, avoid underground utility strikes. And for more information on all of the services, uh, the website is now up at the bottom of the screen, and you'll be able to learn about the services and the backstory and also employment opportunities and, and so much more. And we're with, uh, we're with David Beckham, and I understand your customers are nice. Yes, they are. That's what we say. Our customers are nice. Nuclear, industrial, civil, and environmental. Wow, that's a great an acronym. Did you did you come up with that one yourself? In the, the Chick Fil A drive through. No, tell <laughs> me that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were, uh, you know, as we've grown as a company, uh, our company was founded on the principles that we would do whatever it takes for whoever needed it. Mm-hmm. And as you grow and you get bigger and bigger, you can't do everything. Right. You have to hone in on the things that you're good at, and those are the things that we're good at service in nuclear, industrial, civil, and environmental. So I was sitting in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru and it just came to me and I thought yeah. it was uh, I thought it was pretty clever. A lot of people didn't, but I, I went with it. I think the man who makes those small little candy bars that are called nice, I think he needs to send you a check in the mail. He probably does. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Uh, good for you. That's that's really excellent. Um, are you able to share uh, in terms of uh, a couple of maybe clients that people may, may know about or, or your service area that you help? Yeah, so we, we have a uh, location here in Augusta. That's our headquarters. And then we also have... Um, a small location in Columbia, South Carolina, and a location in Waynesboro, Georgia. That um, Out of Waynesboro, we are pretty much servicing Southern Nuclear, Southern Company, Plant Vogel. Sure. Um, so we're in the, we're in the uh, nuclear world, commercial, and Department of Energy. Um, we service just about every manufacturing plant in town, um, and, th- and there's a lot of them. And so kind of our service area, we typically do best if we stay 150 miles of Augusta or from either Augusta or Columbia. So we're really servicing the Augusta area, Columbia, and up to Greenville, South Carolina. I see. Forms a nice little triangle. Sure. Now, you mentioned Gordon earlier. Yes. In our discussion. And um, so Clyde and Gordon got together about... 2015, and really the ascension of the company has grown from there. 
Right. And 2015 was a big, big time for us, but it actually started around 2012. Mm -hmm. We started looking at succession planning. Right. And we went through many different options. There was, um, there there was many different ways we could have gone. One of which would be to, to sell the company. We get a lot of offers for that, but that didn't fit into what we, Mm -hmm. the legacy we wanted to leave, to leave. Mm Mm-hmm. So we looked at many options, and we decided to go with the employee stock ownership plan. We felt like it would preserve the legacy of the company and all the people who have worked for us and put their time and their life into this. It, it's a way to reward everybody that that's involved. Excellent. And how many employees do you have, and how many are eligible right now to participate? Right now we have about 120 employees when we started talking about the ESOP, we were at 55. Mm-hmm. And so we've, we've doubled, doubled the company since 2015. And do all 120 participate? No, we have some newer, newer employees mm-hmm. that haven't qualified yet, but they will this year. Sure. Um, so just about all, at least 100 of us are uh, fully vested into the company. Wow. And um, if you're interested in this and uh, run a good company or you want to see what your end game is, please stick around because we're going to learn all about how the employee stock ownership plan works. There's a lot of different aspects to it, but in the end, it's really just trying to make everyone work together even more and feel invested. Absolutely. Feel part of something uh, bigger for sure. Um, And once again, uh, the website is up on the bottom of the screen if you would uh, like to learn more. Uh, Again, David Beckham is the CEO. Wanted to give a quick shout out uh, to our friends here at Augusta Podcasts. And you can go to AugustaPodcast.com and take a look at really all of the companies that are involved doing podcasting. And if it's something that you have interest in, you can go to AugustaPodcasts.com. And we are pleased to welcome back into our program David Beckham, the CEO of Augusta Industrial Services. And uh, this is not an ESOP's fable, is it? No, it is not. This no. Is, this is the real thing. This is real life. Do you know how many of your colleagues across the CSRA CEOs that have an employee stock ownership program going in the CSRA? I don't know the number, but it's only a handful. Right. And as a, as I believe a, you interviewed one. That's right. I, maybe in Aiken County right. we did, and there's, there's not too many uh, for sure. Um, and this all, again, started around 2012. You were really thinking about a way to have a succession plan. Correct. And again, just as a recap, work Work us through how this came about and how it's gone so far. So in 2012, we started looking at succession planning. Um, as, as business owners, uh, you know, get older and they want to either cash in or get their chips off the table or find a way to retire, um, you got to come up with something. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, were, we were not interested in selling our company to, a, to an equity firm or an, or an outside buyer. Mm-hmm. We, we believed our company had a, uh, had a good culture already, and we wanted to reward the people that have uh, spent their careers with us. Wondering, um, we'll just kind of walk through some questions that employers may have if they'd like to 
get started on something like this? First of all, what does it actually mean to be employee owned? Well, to be an employee, to be employee owned, how it works is every year our company is, goes through evaluation process and we determine what the company is worth. And it, after we do that, everybody is rewarded a certain amount of stock, um, based on the performance of the company. So if you have good years, it's a really, it's really good, but just like the stock market, if you have a bad year, you may not, you may not be rewarded anything that year, mm-hmm. but over your career, you accumulate stock in the company. And at the time you separate from the company, whether you leave early or, or hopefully you retire, this is set up for long-term employment. When you retire, you have your stock and you sell it back to the company at that time at the current stock price. So it's, it's a form of retirement um, regulated just like a 401k through ERISA. It's, it's highly regulated. So we, we are very fortunate at Augusta Industrial on the fact that we have employee ownership and we also have matching 401k. So, so That's what I was going to ask you because I remember decades ago when I was in the TV news biz, we could match and all of that. So then they don't have to contribute for the ESOP. The ESOP, part. all you have to do is put in, put in your work wow. and make the company successful. And the 401k, of course, we have the matching program. So when you retire from Augusta Industrial, you get two forms of retirement. That's that's outstanding. Now, um, is the ESOP open to all employees within Augusta Industrial? It is once you reach certain milestones, such as a thousand hours, and that's not hard to do. That's that's about half a year. Yeah, you know, and sure. the way we work, it can be less than half a <laughs> ten weeks or so on a busy job, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so it's a thousand hours in the last 12 months right? and age requirements. 21. Okay. Do you have any employees that are even younger starting out than that or? No, we don't. Um, our business doesn't uh, lend itself to that. Sure. A lot of the sites we work at require you to be, be 21. Okay. And again, no cost to no, employees. No cost. No cost. Um, how about, you've heard the term vesting. Yes. Usually when I think of vesting, it's you kind of sweat equity. You got to kind of put in your time. Right. Is yeah. that in this case too? Same thing. So <clears throat> you start vesting at two years. Okay. Um, at 20%. And then it's for the next four years, it's an, an additional 20% each year. So after six years, you're fully vested. Okay. And then um, you you could you add up so much money. Is it is it something people can borrow against? Is it something you need? No, it's it's not an account you can borrow against. Okay, and so when would the money um, be available? I guess to the At, employees when the employee separates from the company. I follow you. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, you know what. For somebody like me, that'd be good. That's like forced savings, is in a way. It, but it you're is. not contributing. But correct. Yeah. All you have to do is show up and do a good job every day and make the company profitable. Sure. Now, is the financial aspect of it, does it correlate to control? You you think of someone being, you know, employee-owned. Does that mean that they sit down with you and they help make decisions, or how does that go? Well, no. It, okay. What, our company is is governed just like any other any other company. We have a chain of command, we have a board of directors, we have bosses. However, 
we believe that our ownership mindset, we, we call it our we own it culture, we're very open to working with our employees to get their ideas and put them in place. So we think that's where some of the best ideas are. Right. And so we do include employees in making decisions. Sure. But as far as discipline and setting your own hours and and all that, now you, you don't get to just come and go. Sure. And, well, it's obviously it's it's an it's a reward for longevity and and doing good work. And I know so you started it in 2015. I don't know if you're a numbers guy, but have you noticed that the retention of your employees have changed versus pre ESOP? We we have always had pretty good retention. Uh-huh. Um, I think it comes in, I think as people plan out their futures long-term, they take it more into consideration. But as a company, employee-owned, we're able to make decisions that really play into that. We, we make some decisions that a, a company that's maybe owned by an equity firm may not be able to make. Mm-hmm. So case in point is when COVID came around. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of uncertainty and a lot of plants were not letting contractors in. And so there was a lot of worry about what would happen to our employees because we saw our competitors, they were having layoffs and furloughs and we went the complete opposite. We looked at it and we said, these are our employees and we need these people to be with us when this is over. Wow. And we doubled down and we guaranteed 40 hour work weeks for all of our, our field labor. And we think that that pays dividends. We knew that the work would come back mm-hmm. and we had always sold ourselves as a lifeline to this community as far as keeping their plants up and running. Sure. When it came back, we needed to be able to provide the same service sure. that we were providing before COVID started. I, I, so so yeah. we didn't lose a single person through COVID. Wow. I bet that created a lot of camaraderie. Can you think of any unique jobs that you had someone do because maybe they couldn't go to Plant Vogel one day or what have you? Well, we did a lot of cleaning around our own shop, (laughs) but, but also we pivoted into the, um, kind of the sanitizing world and, Mm -hmm. um, decon work. So we already do that type of work Mm -hmm. with our hazmat. Yeah. So, so we're used to doing that, but we were going into plants and um, providing decontamination services in control rooms or, or work, different work areas. Yeah. So we were able to put people to work doing that. Sure. Um, and before we let you go, uh, has has any of your employees uh, have had, have any of your employees since uh, you started the plan 2015 have they retired and taken some of their money? Yes. And, and uh, what was what was that day like? Do you remember the first person or one of the first few? Um, it, it, it doesn't all happen in one day. Uh-huh. So you have to, when you leave, then you have to wait for the next valuation of the company. Okay. So there's a, there's a little bit of lag there. Sure. But it's nice to show what balance they currently have yeah. and talk about that. Um, you know, people people don't think it's real till they're leaving. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's really neat. Um, anything else you can uh, you can think of as it relates to uh, ESOP or many and any advice you might 
share with some companies that are looking at succession plans? Well, I would just, uh, you know, tell everybody if you have a family owned business or, and you're not sure what to do with it, if you don't have a succession line in place, look at your company and, and this is a perfectly viable option for selling the company for what it's worth, but also leaving your legacy and rewarding all those employees that have helped you get where you, where you are. That's fantastic. And there are a number of family companies where I've heard this as we've done stories where the son looks at the dad and how hard he's worked all those years. And he's like, I, I not want to do that. I don't want that for my life moving forward. Right. So I think this is a neat alternative for sure. And um, once again, your website address? Uh, uh, AugustaIndustrial.com. AugustaIndustrial.com for all sorts of information. If uh, you'd like to get in touch with David and learn a little bit more about this program, or if you're looking to work for a great company, my guess is with 120 employees, there is some degree of change and you need help? We, we are always hiring. So the right people. Good for you. Excellent. Well, David, thank you so much and uh, appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Neil. You're welcome.